Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! You guys a uh, big fan of that show with the guys and the whatchamacallit and the things? No, quit. Those are spoilers. <laughs> I wonder what wait, I'm not I'm looking up now. On Entourage not is what I'm talking about. Entourage. <laughs> uh you know, I never really watched that show because I didn't have HBO at the time. I watched a few episodes and I enjoyed it. I just didn't stick with it. Yeah, Jeremy Piven. It was his big claim to fame. Yeah. Some guy Turtle was in it. Did Mark Wahlberg appear from time to time? I don't know. I don't remember. But the guy, Adrian Grenier, with the fluffy hair. Good looking guy. Nice eyes. Um, He's joining the celebrity space race. Listen to what he's doing. He's not riding on a rocket or anything. He's going up in a balloon. Oh. He has been named the chief earth advocate of a startup that's called Worldview, which is developing a balloon that will launch people to a height of 100,000 feet. That seems high in a balloon. It's not technically outer space, but it's far enough to see the curvature of the Earth and the darkness beyond our atmosphere. Oh, wow. I say hail no. There Wait a minute. How high, a does, sh- how high does Blue Origin go? I don't know, but if you figure a plane is like 30,000, 34,000 feet. Right. Three times that. It doesn't that. seem like... Like, okay, imagine this. Imagine if you were in a... This can't just be a, an open, hot air balloon. Right. Because imagine you're in a plane and you look to your left and you see a hot air balloon. You're thinking, well, that's a bad sign for that hot air balloon. Now imagine it is three times higher than your plane. Mm-mm, this no. doesn't seem appropriate. Why can't we just take a plane that high? If we could take a balloon that high. Yeah, wonder what the max height... I'm sure there's a pressure situation here. Cabin pressure... They talk a lot about cabin pressure on the plane. That is true. And I think that that's a problem. Maybe once you get to like 40,000 feet, Look things aren't good. World view. Okay. It's a startup. So trips are slated to begin in two years, 2024. They're going to cost $50,000. And yes, this partnership does allow Adrian Grenier to take a ride. Uh, he says by allowing people to have those profound cognitive changes in their perception... We can activate together to build that future world oh. view. 
Now, once I searched it, it said, watch the worldview balloon explosion, mm. which I think this was, this is from five years ago when they were testing it. Oh, mercy. You'll Whoa. never feel closer to the earth. And they have, oh, wow. So if you go to worldview.space. Okay. Just went on it. Yep. Okay. Are you seeing the video? Watch the, should I watch the flight preview? Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. It says at 100,000 feet, you'll never feel closer oh, to okay. Earth. Okay, we need to clarify. Okay. It is going, the balloon, it is a big balloon that takes you up, but you are not in Dorothy's basket. Okay, so it's like a, it's a floating thing that's enclosed. Enclosed, yes, Queen. Okay, don't call it a balloon then. Well, but it is a balloon. The top is a balloon. The top is a balloon, Donna. Oh, it is. <gasps> See, that's a big balloon. Okay, it looks like a giant jellyfish. It, Yeah, it does. It does, actually. It looks like so many things that uh, could go wrong. No, I'm it, so scared. It looks like if, uh, if uh, um, a thumbtack came in contact with it, a little bit of debris anywhere, a bird's beak, and you go down in a blaze of glory. Can you link Scary. this up for everybody? Tana, absolutely. It's my privilege to serve. I think that this, if, you know, I wish it wasn't attached to a balloon. Because that's fire that makes those balloons stay inflated, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, that I like I said, that first took me to an explosion of a test flight from upon liftoff. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot. This feels like things could go wrong. I don't like this. This this feels like a tragic accident waiting to happen. The view looks amazing. They say um, their pre-sales window is currently open. That allows you to secure your spot in line with um, a $500 deposit. Um, do you have a specific date you would like to, fa- uh, to fly? You can make your deposit as soon as possible to get priority booking. Um. They have, like, answers to all your questions. Are the excursions included in the ticket price? Because there are places that you can fly out of. Mm -hmm. It's just, this is crazy. I feel like I'm living in, like, a movie. Well, imagine, truly, in 30 years. In 30 years, will space exploration be common? Commonplace where... Maybe two out of the 10 people you know have gone up and checked out space 30 years from now. Or yeah, yeah. will we look back on it at Dunn of Valentine oh. and will we say, do you remember that five or 10 year stretch where civilization seemed very enamored with the thought of space travel and then we quickly got over it? Or, you know, God forbid, and, and you would just, it would be tragic to see something like that happen. But it feels like you're one accident away from the space tourism industry Right. Dissolving. Um, I what do about a, Mars? Are people still going to Mars? Weren't they trying to find people not long ago yeah. who would be willing to take a one-way trip to Mars? They were. No You're return right. flight. What happened to that? I do not know. It's kind of gone dormant. By the way, uh, according to Alan, who sent us an email, space starts at 327,360 feet. So they're still away from it, but based on that video that is now posted on the Don and Steve Showlings page, you are still seeing the curvature of Earth. It feels like you are above the clouds, you are looking down, and for me, what I'm seeing looks like I may as well be in space, because it looks like 
Earth is round now. You see the dark night sky. Boy, the little thing that the 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 viewing observation deck that is attached to this massive, essentially hot air balloon is pretty cool. It looks like you would have some pretty cool opportunities. I wonder how long an entire flight, an entire trip lasts. Because Blue Origin, they do it. It's like Denny's. They used to say, we'll get you your meal in 10 minutes or it's free. With Blue Origin, mm-hmm. it's like, we'll get you to space and back to Earth within 30 minutes or else your money back. They do it so stinking quick. I wonder if this is an equally quick trip because how it's got to take you long. You're not on a rocket. You're in a hot air balloon going up. It feels like it would take quite a while to ascend, oh which maybe God. that would be nicer. It does look really cool. It really does because it goes up slowly. And you know what it's like on a plane as you're going up. You're like, oh, wow, look at those plots of land now. It would be Uh-oh. cool to experience that. All right, we're running out of time, but this is cool. They say on worldview.space. We carefully selected launch site, launch sites at awe-inspiring locations mm-hmm. across the globe. Yep. This provides important contrast as you soar above these world wonders and appreciate the magnitude. And so instead of just being somewhere in Fort Lauderdale, you are above the Grand Canyon where you're launching from or the or, Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Or the Serengeti in Kenya. Uh, Amazonia in Brazil. Great Wall of China. Mongolia. The Giza Pyramids. Ooh. Yeah, this is cool. This is really cool, I do have to admit. Scary, but Mm -hmm. cool. That's a lot of things in life. Thank you. When we come back, I have a little science news for you, since we're kind of getting a little bit nerdy uh, right there. There are electric chopsticks, which are being developed right now. Oh. And you're thinking right now, oh, it's going to do the clomp clomp for me. No. It has a very different purpose. I wonder what you'll think of it. I'll tell you about it. A little uh, nerdy science news that might interest you when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute, isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. Happy Friday, everybody, and happy Earth Day. Do you think people have birthdays today? Spell it B-E-A-R-T-H. Birthday. Oh, because it's Earth Day. Thanks, Steve. You get me. You're my buddy. They always say the best jokes are the ones you literally have to spell out. (laughs) Thanks, Donna, for the fun times. Lizzo sounds fun. Oh, she's She's got a fun melodic tone to her her delivery style it's good yeah i like her a lot she is the uh snl host and musical guest this weekend that should be fun nice all right bye studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings our study buddies the perfect nerd couple donna and steve there was a time when we were doing, uh, when I used to work at Twin Cities Library, we'd do these you know, meetings after the show, and I was committing to, it was a Zoom call, so once we would get through a beat of, all right, and then that guest is going to be here, they're going to do this, that, and the other thing, everything, all right, and then I would just turn my mute off and go, noise, and then I would turn my mute back on, <laughs> and just did it for a while until I, at some point, my That's... executive producer stopped me. I was like, okay, what, what are we doing? So with wait, you would turn the mic off so you could say nice just to 
Incorrect. I would turn it. I would be on mute, oh. and then I would unmute oh. and go noise, oh. and then mute. Sometimes I'll do that <laughs> when I'm talking to somebody and they're like irritating me, but they don't know it, and I'll and I'll mute it and go, "Oh, shut the bleep up!" No, Donna, <laughs> that is such a reckless, bound to backfire thing to do. It's not oh, on a my. Zoom call. It's not on a Zoom call. It's just me. I'm just like I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, "Oh, shut up with your preaching." So you, oh gosh, so you, <laughs> well, you're, you're, uh, you have a cantankerous side it, to you. But it helps me stabilize. Let a little bit of the air Yeah, out of it. it's like when you're driving and you're just like, you know, you let out a little bit of hot air because somebody cut you off and you're like, really? Are you making up what you just said or have you done that in your adult life within the last two years oh, where no. you will put someone oh, no. on mute I'll do and then this say, too. oh, why? Oh, you, <laughs> you'll flip the phone off? Uh, yeah. Donna. I'm just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> are these telemarketers or friends of yours? I mean, this are these bill collectors I, or is this Barb from I your pl- bridge club? I plead the fifth. But, wow. you know, it, it'll just be something super preachy. And I'll go, you know, it's my way of dealing with it so that I, I can maintain a steady response and just go, uh-huh, mm, uh-huh. That is very I'm ver- fascinating. I'm verbalizing you. what I'm thinking. In, okay, yeah. And you're just, just like, for I'm, myself. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> which you do routinely to me on this show, so I guess I'm used to that. But the idea of, Donna, listen, you know I love you from a deep place in my heart. I am really concerned, though. You're not exactly, and nor am I, but you're not exactly, you don't have a track record of being a tech-savvy wizard. And so the fact that you might be toggling on mute, which could very easily accidentally untoggle, and then you like, you know what, you blow hard. Why don't you stick it up your, I just, and then they're like, I'm sorry, what? Was that for me? Tana, you must cease and desist this immediately because it's going to backfire. Oh, Donna! I'm just trying to be vulnerable, okay? And, you are, and I love that. And I'm just trying to protect you. I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I understand. I'm just being honest. And nor am I saying, nor am I, you know, criticizing your behavior on a moral level, though I think I could. I... <laughs> And sorry, that's probably preaching, but I just, I don't, I, this could so easily backfire on you. The mute, look, You're all right, right. vulnerability, right. I'll, I'll, I'll sometimes mute to fart. Okay, so all right. that's better. <laughs> but that comes from, a, that is more of a... Courtesy? Yes, and it's you know somewhat uncontrollable. Whereas you're like, hang on, instead of just subduing. <laughs> I don't say hang on. It, it, <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I understand you guys are, excuse me, I have to curse you out on mute. Pardon me, I'll be right back. <laughs> Darling, tan, and tender heart. And then the mute music comes Yeah, up. like, shut up! Oh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, let me get back to the story I wanted to tell you about. A little uh, science news. <laughs> no, you should have put yourself... You weren't on mute, Darn Donna. It, I see you're right. I got to stop doing that. <laughs> Japan. Ever heard of it? They've invented electric chopsticks that will not be doing the chop-chop for you. Instead, they will use an electric current to artificially amplify the taste of salt as part of their efforts to reduce sodium levels in popular dishes. One more time. So I saw this on theguardian.com. Imagine uh, this uh, invention out of Japan. Imagine a wristband that you wear. Think of it like a Fitbit. Okay. Connected to the face of the Fitbit are is a red wire. And that red wire is attached to chopsticks. So now you're wearing this big clunky Fitbit. It's got a red wire attached to these chopsticks. And now you are going to... Chomp, chomp, some of your rice, maybe, or your sushi. And when you do, there is an electric current that's happening inside of the chopstick that will somehow, on a scientific level, which I will not explain, artificially enhance the taste of the salt already in the dish so that this is in an effort to fight rising sodium in meals. That's a great in idea. Japan. How neat is that? I have a it is interesting. Friend who salts a dish before even tasting it, like a lot, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's a lot of salt." Okay, but I don't my dad it. smoked cigarettes for forty plus years, so he is peppering and salting. It's like he's in a can you empty yeah, it you competition? Can't taste it. Yeah, you don't. And he's taste just it. like, yeah, whatever I can do to just sort of. And what is it? Salt. Yeah, enhances taste. Pepper adds to the taste. Like, mm. it actually creates a different flavor profile. I There's like pepper. A, Pepper's great. Care. Hey, Steve, um, I have to update something I said. This is a typical Donna moment. Okay, great. I was watching something that I recorded and saw the promo for Lizzo, which is from last week. Already happened. So Lizzo will not be hosting SNL this weekend. She did last weekend. I was watching old promos. Donna once watched a movie on Netflix and didn't realize that she had turned it to Spanish speaking and uh, <laughs> complained about it. So guys, we're all doing our best. Come right back. Slow Jam next. Good morning. Happy Friday. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 where talk is fun. Okay, I'm a little scared, Stevie. So I, I think I remember this right. Happy Friday, everybody. It's a slow jam Friday, as it always is here on the DNS experience. <laughs> Test driving that. Yeah. I was out two Fridays ago. Okay. What, I can't legally vacation anymore? It's you fine. guys are ridiculous. Donna was out last Friday. Oh, really? And both times there were slow jams uh, that I think didn't involve the other person. So what Rocco has done... And Chili, um, I think I'm right on this. Correct me if I'm wrong. He is queued up for me to hear the one of you and I believe Matt Belanger. <laughs> and then he is queued up the one for you to hear of me and Kelly Hansen. I can assure you both will be quite funny because they always are. <laughs> this is uh, a Friday slow jam. Us slow down at half speed. Uh, get a laugh at our expense. 
Which one do you want to hear first? you want to hear Steve's or Donna's? Let's hear Donna's okay. first. I want to hear that one first since it was a little further back. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll laugh at me and Kelly Hansen. Here we go. We, we should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. I don't remember the last time I had a Whopper. Oh God! Mm. I, I mean, they're good. I do love. Oh a, my a good gosh, whopper. that sauce! <laughs> Yum. Mm-hmm. There's no mm. sauce on a whopper. Yes, there is. It's I used to work at Burger King. <laughs> oh. You must. You're probably thinking of a Big Mac. In yeah. fact, you're thinking of a Big Mac. I like to always say... I am. I made the first ever batch of fries at the Woodbury Burger King in 1987. And we thank you for it. You want to know a little Whopper trivia? I want... Please. When I work there... Give us the trivia. Yeah. I fully expect you to wear one of those little hats. You come <laughs> the king, tomorrow. the yes. king crown. Well, that's right. I, I don't know. There's some yeah. kind of Burger King had the crown. <laughs> no, but when I worked at Burger King and we watched like the training videos and stuff, they never referred to the Whopper as a burger, and they never referred to it as. Just the Whopper. They refer to it as a Whopper sandwich. <laughs> oh, interesting. When you're making a Whopper sandwich, oh, put two pickles down. I'm blown away that there were like training videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. I I, yeah, okay, so that's part of your um initiation or your training before you get allowed on the counter. Yeah, I remember I made a lot of Whopper sandwiches. (laughs) Cool. But yeah, I remember the first day we opened. It was like a Saturday, was that, and yeah. I was like, "Can I, can I be on fries today?" They're like, "Yeah," and then I, I was like, "I'm making the first ever batch of fries oh, ever at this Birdberry Burger King." Well, that's good. There's no plaque or anything there, but I'll work on it. It's good that you remember all this, since that'll probably be your next job. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch! That was another Donna and Steve slow jam. Wait, when you slow it down. The teeth really show on that they're done about I, I, You just can't miss a good line, you know? And by uh. the way, yesterday we talked about the Fasties, the Fast Food Awards. Yeah. Let us say, since we're featuring another fast food restaurant here today in the Slow Jam, funny, fast food in a Slow Jam, mm. shout out to all fast food workers. Absolutely. Because you have God to bless hustle you. 
so hard and you're just work. I, I, I have never worked at a fast food restaurant and I'm so happy that I haven't. I would like to do it as a stunt. I would like one day I would to be too. like in a Chick-fil-A or a burger. Chick-fil-A, they run it so smoothly. I'd kind of like to see that operation on the inside. But to work in any fast food, a McDonald's drive through line would be fascinating. I'd like it to see how fun. quickly I'd get stressed out. It seems fun. Like if you had good teamwork going on, right. I mean, meeting new friends and all of that, I think it just seems stressful, but, you know, fun. But yeah, I think you're right. There's a team vibe there. But on a, a Sunday after church, you find yourself in a like Sunday at about noon. You get all these families who, who I think in my head are like they're on their way out. For, and someone's like, I'm hungry. Can we go to McDonald's? And then you're like, OK, fine. Yes. And there can be a line that can be so long. And then I just think, boy, I'd, I'd hate to be working in there right now because it would yeah. be one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And you know what I don't get? You know what I hate? When I'm in a drive-thru line, and this happens at both Mickey D's and Chick-fil-A who have two lanes, how do they know who I am? So if I order my Mm. thing, how do they know that I'm the car that came up there? Because there could be another car that pulls ahead of me if we sort of ordered at the same time. They're always right. They never say to me, like, are you Brent and you ordered the blank and the blank and the blank? I don't know. Do you think? cameras, don't they? I was going to say, do you think they write, oh. like, black car or license plate or anything like that? Like, oh, just jot it on their notes? Like, if you ever peered in, like, behind the counter when you're inside, you can see they have, like, a monitor, and it has, like, mm. the, the camera that faces down towards the cars. So I'm yeah. sure they just can kind of make out who... But if there's 30 out. people in line, it's going to be hard to remember who had what by the time you're on, you know what I mean? On number yeah. five, six, seven, and then you're like, oh, wait, what the number eight guy has? Yeah. Oh, geez. Anyway, shout out to them. Uh, I know this. This second Friday slow jam here. Hope you're getting a laugh at our expense. Also involves food. But while you guys were talking about Whoppers at Burger King, Stevie Boy was talking about dining out in New York City at an Italian restaurant. Press play. We should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again. For a Donna and Steve slow jam. What a life you're living now. After retiring from local programming. You remember when I retired? I remember that retirement party went on forever. Rocco. Yeah. Are you from, you're from Italy, right? Uh, you know, my people, a quarter of my people are from Italy, yeah. I had a cappuccelli al fungi or fungi. That's pasta with mushrooms. I don't even know what the maybe maybe that's the cappuccellini or cappuccellini or whatever it was. Like if bow tie and. 
ravioli got together had a baby, it would kind of come out like this. What did you say, Cappellini? What did you say? <sighs> Cappuccelli Cappellini. <laughs> Hang on. Why do you have to say like that? Just because it's it feels fancier? Well, I... I, You just say it how you think an Italian would say it. Well, I told the guy, you know me, I always make everything more complicated than it needs to be. And so I said to the guy, listen, I'm going to say this and I'm going to do my best and you tell me how I've done. Oh. And he gave me like a... uh, Day the best. That was another Donna and Steve slow jam. I like how Kelly calls you out on it. She's like, "Why do you gotta say it like that?" Yeah, I worked with her for seven years. <laughs> she knows me. She knows me pretty well. She knows my tendencies. Oh, that's so funny. Hey, Twin Cities Live turned seven yesterday. I nope. saw that. Fourteen. Uh, it yeah. fourteen. I saw I your Instagram thing. Oh, Donna, you follow me? Not really. Smash that like button. No. Smash that like button. Subscribe. Fine. Done a smash it and subscribe. Okay, I'll smash it and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe that. You what's know, up, guys? Welcome back. Don't forget to ring that bell. Smash that like button. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Sorry. You know what I noticed about I Rocco? Yo. He, he doesn't say remember. He says I remember. I remember oh. when I was working at. Does he really? Yeah, he says I remember. That's a very childlike thing for him to do. And I, I, for a long time, you pick up on when people say things like children. Because I, for a long time, pronounced the word open as open, which you said kind of sounded like a stuffy nose kid. Yeah, like Skibetti. You open that door for me. Yeah, now, but Rocco listen, says, I, I say remember. turbulence, like uh, as if it's plural. The turbulence is really bothering me. That sounds really bad. It is for sure right, as opposed to you saying there were turbulence. You sound like... um, There was turbulence. It feels... Not there were turbulence. Yeah, it's not like, wait, I spotted an individual turbulence. No, no, there's two. We must be in turbulence. (laughs) It's just turbulence is like, like, think of it like air. Know what I mean, There was a lot of... Turbulence. Okay, was. was. Was, 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 was. My friend's grandpa used to refer to text. He thought that texts was a plural of tech or like tech. Oh. So like T-E-C. So oh. he thought text was oh. like text, plural. Oh. So it was like he would say, send me a tech message. Yeah. Oh, Gramps. You're so cute. Oh. Listen, we can't all know everything, right, guys? Guys, we are broken people. <laughs> Um, let's take a break, see. Okay. When we come back, ooh, there's a new trailer for that movie Lightyear, the yeah. Buzz Lightyear origin it's story. It's the second one. Oh, I want to see this. I'll uh, talk a little bit about that when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Final stretch of the show, by the way. Boy, that went by fast. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they kind do of. feel like they went by fast. I looked at my my watch and I've got multiple. And mid-show, it was 10.26, and I thought, oh, wow. It feels like we've been doing this a little while longer. 
We're going to let you hear from, speaking of time, you might be time right. and space, you'll hear from uh, the, the new trailer for Lightyear here Get a in minute. a second. Um, but I, you know what I just found the other day? What? You ever bought something expensive? An Apple Watch for me. Oh. I bought an Apple Watch. No. And this is so weird. I had it in a drawer, then I forgot, and then once I get out of the habit, I just was like, whatever, I'll put anything on my wrist. I have a few different cheap watches that I just kind of rotate in and out. Finally fire this sucker up, finally get it charged, put the Apple Watch on, and it was like a little time capsule because when I went into my work email, the last work emails that it showed, the last time that they downloaded them from the internet, October 21st, 2021. Oh, wow. And it was like an immediate, I immediately traveled back in time. Same with text messages. The last texts were from that day as well. And now I'm getting new text messages on the phone again, but I think it was because it was powered down. And it was just a weird look back six months ago. It's really interesting because I came across a text from a friend who lives in Nashville. And it was the beginning of 2021. It was like the end of January and he wrote, you know, I was like, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, my gosh, 2021 is so great so far and only going to oh, get no. better. Oh, no. Or maybe it was 2020. Whatever it was, it was when the pandemic first hit. That was 2020, mm. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's what you think. You know, now that I'm in the future. Yes, you're in the yeah. future. That's exactly right. They are all still back there. Anyone that's I associated right. with is still stuck in October of 2021. Yeah, I get it. Um, Before for this... Oh, go ahead. No, I just want, I just want, I was wondering if you could link this up because I saw this um, before we get to the Lightyear trailer. There is a, this, at first I thought this is so stupid. And then when I saw it, I went, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. There, this is one of my favorite stories from today. There is a, a couple of college students who launched the first dog bed for humans. It's called the Pluffle. And you can pre-order one on Kickstarter for $350. But when you look at it, what had happened was they saw, like, one of the guys had a, a Great Dane. And they realized it was almost big enough for a person to sleep on. So right. they thought, well, why not? We're big nappers. We want a comfy place to sleep. So they created these human-sized dog beds. So you can just take a little nap. Did they're they're oval in shape. You can see them on the show links page. Oval, very cozy. Fluffy. Right? I mean, like the fluffy, fuzzy, furry. Think of like a furry pillow, a cozy blanket. It's that material. The yeah. only problem is, well, not the only problem. If I mean, you sweat. A, well, yes. But also, you still need to, like, he brought Curl. a pillow into it at one point when I read a different article on it. There's a pillow. There's a blanket on top. But what if you're staying at a friend's house? And, and they don't have an extra room. Bed. You bring your own dog bed. Listen, they were hoping to raise $25,000 to launch the business. Mm-hmm. They've already raised over a hundred grand. Oh, wow. So this is pretty, this is pretty fun. You could get one just in time for Christmas. The kids would love that, Steve. Little pods for the kids to sleep on. You know, it's funny. We don't even have a dog bed for the dog. We got him one and he didn't like it. So then we took it back to the pet store and said he never took to this. He likes sleeping on cold wood. This happened to me with both my dogs. They were like, what is that? And they'd always walk around it. And then one day it just clicked. And he was like, oh, this is great. So you never know. Anyway, um, link her up. We've linked that up. I also linked up the latest uh, Buzz Lightyear trailer. So if you want to go and check that out, should we listen to a little bit of it? Sure. 
You can pull up any part of it. I don't care. This is uh, the origin story of Buzz Lightyear. Not the voice of Tim Allen, by the way. He's a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I mm-hmm. was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. <laughs> to infinity? And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. I think this looks really it's cool. It's cute. It, it's kind of got like a Maverick feel to it a little bit, you know what I mean? A little bit. And it's the voice of Chris Evans that you're hearing. He goes from Captain America to Captain Buzz Lightyear. Cute. Uh, this is the origin story of the person that the toy, Buzz Lightyear, in the Toy Story movies was based off of. So that's why it's not the voice of Tim Allen, because this is the origin story of Buzz Lightyear. I'm definitely going to see that. Looking forward to it. I will see it, too. Hey, I want to give a shout out, if I may. Okay. I want to shout out Chaska High School. Oh, is it the big weekend? It's opening weekend for their production of The Sound of Music. And I do have very uh, ulterior motives here in that, you know, I know of it this year because my daughter, Adeline, who's 11, she does not go to Chaska High School, but um, she was cast in this because it's The Sound of Music. And it's, the, of course, the Von Trapp children that you need to cast. And so she, I'm kind of unfamiliar with The Sound of Music. Um, I'm not like a diehard fan of the movie or anything oh. like that. My wife loves it. My father-in-law loves it. Everybody Great loves movie. it. Great movie. My wife plays, uh, excuse me, my wife, my daughter plays Brigitta in it. But what was cool was the last two nights I got to go up to Chaska High School. And uh, I picked her up at the end of a long rehearsal. You know, it's final week. It opens on Saturday. Tickets still available, I do believe. So you can go and uh, search for Sound of Music tickets if you're out in the Chaska area for Saturday night. They've got six shows in total. But I was there for a long rehearsal that they had just at the end to pick up Addie. And I listened to as the director gave notes. And then I was there the next day. And it was just, it was really cool. At first, it was cool to see these students all rallying together and creating something, right? You know, I've been in a couple theater productions, and so watching that, it's such a special vibe that is in the room. The energy is excited. They know it's the final week, and so you get to see that. You get to see uh, the crew members that are so dedicated to the cause, these students who are taking ownership of, of what they're doing and really trying to do it well. And then last night when we were there for a parent preview night, seeing the the excitement right afterward from some of the cr- cast and crew of like, we did it. The parents were here. We did it. We did the full show. You know, Aww. it was just so exciting for them. And it was extra fun, of course, watching my daughter and seeing her. And she just lights up on the stage and just loves being involved in theater. And also worth mentioning, so great that they were all there together. And last time we saw her do something in theater, masks were still required and the voices are kind of muffled sure. and it feels like you're watching a show normally oh, that's again and great, so Steve. i wanted to uh, wish the best of luck to everybody at chaska Yay. high school for the production of the sound of music break a leg uh it's gonna be great it's gonna be great yeah congratulations that's fun i can't wait to hear all about it coming up on monday have a great weekend everybody colleen and bradley are coming in next uh chili dog thank you thank you chili dog